Welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Here is your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof, a nationally recognized health educator, author of the award-winning book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, and creator of the Talk Puberty app. Welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof. Today's episode is titled, What is Normal? Particularly during those preteen years. And to help talk about this topic, I invited Jessica Matheson. Jessica Matheson is the Shape Teacher of the Year for Health Education and is from Minnesota. And I'd like to say hi to her. Thanks for being here today, Jessica. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I thank you for your time today and for your expertise. Would you tell us a little bit about your background? So coming into health education, I've been teaching for about 13-ish years. I'm in a unique situation right now where I decided to resign from my position. And I have now been just, as I tell my biological children, teaching other teachers how to teach. Um, So after winning the National Health Teacher of the Year Award from Shape America, I have just taken some time to sit back and reflect and kind of taken a route where I'm just able to help other people. May I ask what grades you were teaching and was it health education? Yeah, so I was teaching high school for the majority of my career. I had a year where I did seventh and eighth grade in a seven through 12 school, but otherwise it was um, nine through 12 and primarily a mixture of health and PE the last six years of my career. Excellent. And you also have children of your own. You had, you, you've referred to that. Would you mind telling us how old they are? Yes. So I have a seven-year-old, a almost six-year-old, and a newly (laughs) four-year-old. Excellent. And are you already prepping to have some conversations with your children on topics like puberty, as well as the other things that people experience as they get older? Yeah. You know, I think the prep work is kind of all in the foundation. So right now what we're doing is we're making sure to use anatomical, um, terms for any of our body parts. We're trying to be open with how are you feeling today? How does that make you feel? And everything, just kind of talking about things open and honestly. Um, And kind of the joke is that part of the reason why I decided to make this change in my career right now and take this year off is I have a life dream and and have a laugh of teaching my kids sex ed in high school. So I was not teaching in the community where I live in. And that is my ultimate goal to be a little more in the community where my kids will be going to school. So we're already laying that foundation. We're already doing all of that. So we can talk about these um, somewhat uncomfortable, but hopefully not uncomfortable topics in our home. Wonderful. Well, today we're going to focus on what is normal in which when a child goes from that child bunch of years to the preteen years to a teen. So in your eyes, what is normal 
for the preteen years. So I, I think the thing is, you know, that I, uh, we put normal in air quotes a lot, you mm -hmm. know, it's all in the eye of the beholder, right? So, so what I might think is normal is different than what someone else might think is normal. So when I'm talking from a health lens, I, I want to make sure that normal is healthy and how, how are we being healthy? But for people that are going through those puberty ages, the preteen and teen ages, it's normal to be curious, to have some curiosity with all five senses. So what do things look like, sound like, smell like, taste like, feel like? That's normal. And that's healthy too. It's, it's healthy to be curious. It's normal to be curious. And also it's normal to be uncomfortable with it. Changes are happening, conversations that maybe haven't happened before are going to start to happen or hopefully start to happen. And it's uncomfortable, but that's normal. I love how you first started with the curiosity because sometimes children will ask us questions because they're genuinely curious. I know I'm curious and I love when I've done workshops for young people about those pubertal changes because they remind me of that curiosity and they make me reflect as an adult of what I used to think of when I was growing up. Like I was the kid that would pay, open up the dictionary to look at words, slang words, because I would hear them and I was curious about what they were about. Yeah, you know, and unfortunately, as as we age, a lot of times that curiosity goes away. And that's unfortunate because we learn less when we're not curious. So embrace that curiosity for any parents that are listening and they're like, why do they keep asking this? Embrace the curiosity and take it yeah. as a teachable moment. Absolutely. And also be grateful in my eyes that they're asking questions because I'd rather have a young person ask me questions, which we're going to talk about that on another episode of where young people can go to for reliable information. Absolutely. I, I also want to go back a little bit in which you had said change is also quote unquote normal, which what is that quote about the only constant is change is change. Yep. So, and I know for myself, like you're, you're taking a, a change or you're having a change in your career. I've done that throughout my career. I've taught every single grade. I was an administrator. I went back to teaching at one point after teaching uh, elementary school and middle school, administrating, then going back to teaching. And now I teach full time at the university level. So I love change. I embrace it. And do you have any ways that you recommend people if they don't embrace it, like you are embracing it and what I have done? Do you have any recommendation about how to embrace that change? Well, I mean, let's be honest. I I did not embrace it at the beginning. You know, it was okay. uncomfortable. It was difficult. And I think just kind of a tip is just to sit back, take a deep breath and, and, and start to think like, why is this change happening? Is it something that I can control? Is it something out of my control? And from there, start to process and start to react in appropriate ways. Um, obviously, if it's something that you can't control, Maybe then you need to take a look at what are the things that you can control and how can I react appropriately there? If it's something you can control and if it's something that you don't like, what are you going to change to make another change? And if 
it's a change that you like, that's where that embrace is. You know, embrace it, enjoy it, have those good feelings about it. And which one of those things that are going to happen, the norm for young people is that their bodies are going to change. In which for a lot of females, if they're a biological female, they can start experiencing those changes as young as eight years old. And usually they experience by the time they're 13. And then for most males, they're going to start experiencing some changes between that age of nine and 14. So if we go back to what is normal, it is typically a norm that your body is going to change during these prepubescent years. Absolutely. Yet, yet how it changes, there is no norm because, well, I'll say that there is the norm that your body will prepare to become adult size. That's why we go through puberty. You know, we're going to get older uh, or we're going to get taller. We're going to get wider and we're going to have more adult functions with our bodies. Um, yet when it happens, it is going to be a range of times. It doesn't necessarily happen exactly at a certain time. It'll happen within a range. Does that make sense? Well, and that change might not last forever. It might be a little segue into another change that's going to happen, you know? So it might be a change that will just be there for a month or two or a year or two or three that might change again throughout puberty as well. Yeah. And there is certainly some normalcy of, okay, there are stages of change in which if you want more information, somebody can look up the, the tanner stages of puberty in which hormones are first released. And then there's some physical changes of puberty occurring. And then there's this growth spurt that all of us go through and then the continuation of development and then a final stage. Um, do you have any recommendations for people about how to cope with that those changes of puberty? Well, I think, you know, a big thing is just having someone that you feel comfortable that you can talk to or that you can go to about any of these changes. And, you know, it, it might not be someone living in your household with you and that's just fine. It might be a teacher or a coach. It might be a friend's family member and that's just fine. But having someone that you can be like, Hey, is this normal? Is this okay? You know, and, and that person hopefully will give you the truthful, valid, reliable answer. Um, and hopefully can stick with you because you're going to continue going through changes that might not be puberty. It, it might be something else in life where you're wondering, is this normal? And I would say the normalcy of, you know, I'm having, like if you're growing breasts that you have itchiness in the breast area is a normal thing for kids. Um, to have sometimes cramps in the body, they can be growing pains. To have more body smells, mm -hmm. to have um, clothing. And what do a I do about the body smells? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, about any of this, yes. Um, do you remember when you were growing up, if you questioned anything about what was normal? You know, I, I remember having this sticker in my room. It was, it was a glitter sticker and it was normal people in quotes, worry me. And, and I just kind of, 
I don't know where I got it. I don't know why I, it was probably given to me probably as maybe I'm not normal. I don't know all in the eye of the beholder. Right. Um, but I, I do remember that, um, when I turned 18, I went in for, um, my first annual exam as a, as an adult female, you know, and, and we were going through the, and I, I hadn't been to the doctor much prior to that for sports injuries and stuff, but just, and the regular physical, but not, not too much. And I remember going through this, the conversation and the checklist. And I, and I knew my doctor really well. I had her the whole time. Um, her husband was actually a track coach. Like I, I knew her very well. I, I, I totally respected her and we got onto the period. So we got onto the menstrual cycle and is it normal? She had asked me, I'm like, yeah, it's normal. She's like, okay, well, how often? I'm like, well, every three weeks. She kind of looks at me and she's like, okay, for how long? I'm like, well, three days. I go, so it's normal. And she goes, well, that, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, it's normal. Like every three weeks for like three days. And she's like, no, you're supposed to get it about four to six weeks for five to seven days ish. And so that was like my first time being like, okay, well, I thought that was normal. Well, I was using the wrong word. It was consistent. Okay. You know, it, it was consistent. Um, you know, so we had to go through some things with that and, and try to figure out some medication to get it kind of on the, on the schedule that, that my doctor thought was normal and everything. But that was kind of the first time that I really started to question myself and, and what was normal, which I would say is very unique because I was yeah. 18. And, um, before that, you know, I, I, I had friends growing up, but I didn't have any close friends. I was always friends with the people that it was the sports team, the sports season of. So in the fall, I was friends with the cross country people in the winter. I was friends with the basketball people in the summer or in the spring. I was friends with the track people. And in the summer, I was friends with the softball people. That's just what I did. And I kind of circulated. So I never had that solid like group of friends that I kind of stuck with all the time, which then I think like, I never really had the opportunity to kind of open up to friends about maybe changes that were going on with my body. And, you know, I was, I grew up in locker rooms. So I, I saw different bodies. I saw all different things, but I just, I didn't really question it, which I would say is, is probably a little unique. I would say that people question a lot more. Now, granted, I didn't grow up in a time of social media. I didn't grow up in a time where we really used the internet much. So there wasn't much comparing from a social media lens. You know, I couldn't text message until I was in, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna date myself, like 10th or 11th grade. You know, like we just, we, we couldn't do that. You couldn't send pictures, you know, that was unheard of. You couldn't even take pictures with a phone, you know? So things have changed so much. Um, so that was, you know, kind of going back to the question is I really didn't start questioning until I was about 18, which is weird. Mm -hmm. 
in which some kids, I think that's normal for some kids, but other kids right. might be more curious, like you said earlier, about what's going on, which if I can even back up a little bit so we can just remind the listeners about what are some of the changes of puberty is that your body is going to change and which body parts are going to grow bigger to be proportional to other body parts. So you're gonna get taller, wider, reproductive parts are going to mature. So if you have a penis, it's going to grow in which is going to be proportional to your body. We're gonna have body hair and that includes in your armpit area, your legs, in the pubic area, which is on that pubic bone. It doesn't grow on the penis or in the vagina, but it grows around those openings of those, those parts. Uh, what are some of the other norms that typically happen? Well, I mean, so those are physical, but we also have mental and social, right? We've got all of those changes going on as well. So that wanting to be loved, wanting to feel a sense of belonging and everything, that's that's normal. A feeling of discomfort, a feeling of a, a self-conscious, being, being aware of yourself, those are all normal too. There are so many changes that are happening. Yeah. In which, as Jessica had said that she was talking about her menstrual cycle and what she perceived as normal, but it was more about consistency. One thing you can do is to go to a reliable source and get more information, which we'll talk about in the next episode. But something I want to remind our listeners about, whether you, you be a parent, guardian, or a young person, is that all of us will grow when our body is meant to grow. And I don't know, Jessica, if you've ever done that popcorn experiment with young people in which um, I'll have them listen to popcorn that's actually being made in the classroom. Like I'll get one of those kernel makers, you know, like plug it in, I'll have kernels in there and I'll have them actually even like do, um, like write in their notebook what they hear. And at first we hear just a few popcorn kernels and then we hear a whole bunch and then there's like a whole, 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 whole bunch. And then it begins to get a little bit less and then a little less and then just a few. And I explained to young people, that's like us. Like some people, it's normal, quote unquote, to start going through changes earlier or to go through one change earlier and then more kids kind of catch up and it's all those popcorn kernels that start popping. And then as they, as more kids are experiencing it, experiencing those pubertal or other changes, the social and mental, then it begins to fade out as we go further and further into the later teen years. I don't know if you've ever heard of that experiment before. I love it. And I love popcorn too. I love it. (laughs) Because the norm is that we're all going to experience the changes when we're supposed to. So I actually ask if you're a young person listening in, if you're like, well, my friends are going through changes, I haven't yet. Well, that potentially is your normal. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. At your own time. Yeah. Well, I, you reminded me of a story for me when I was in middle school, I remember what my normal was, was my feet grew quickly. And there was a teasing comment that would be made that when my family members saw my sneakers at a door, like before you go outside, you put on your sneakers and stuff. The joke was, or the teasing comment was that people can go canoeing in my sneakers because they were so big. And my norm was that my feet grew so large before my height. 
And that was my norm. I don't know. Do you have anything that happened like that? You know, like I, I really, I have a very poor memory. Um, you know, but when we were just talking about proportions, like that's, oh, that's, and that's uncomfortable for you too. You know, when, when talking about that, I don't, I think I've blocked out a lot of money. A lot of those memories, (laughs) unfortunately, fortunately, you know, like I, I really think I've blocked out a lot of those (laughs) puberty times. I think because I've taught it so much, the memories come back, like typically more girls get taller than the boys during the middle school years. And it's yes. because their hormones are released earlier. Well, our, our progesterone estrogen, I should say. And then typically um, more boys will start getting taller and taller after some girls. And then it's just like we develop our, our shape develops at times a little earlier, depending upon who you are. Do you have that recall? Well, I have that recall from a sports lens. Yes. Okay. Girls in middle school challenge those boys before they hit puberty. <laughs> that that was kind of my memory, you know, being able to keep up with the boys, you know, in middle school before they hit puberty. And then they just, and it's like, okay, I have no chance now. I have no chance on, be, you know, on beating you and everything. Um, so I'd say that that those were kind of my biggest memories from a sports lens and puberty, just being a little better than the boys for a couple of years there. Mm -hmm. And then you just reminded me too, that some of the norm might be that you have some pimples and greasier skin and greasier hair. Oh, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you saw Jessica's face, her tongue was just (laughs) sucked out. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. So that's yeah, another you know, norm. And that and it's normal, and and that goes back to that uncomfortable thing, you know, where where you get self conscious about it and about changes, and and that's also where, you know, females might want to start wearing makeup, and males might question, well, why why can't I hide it? Why is that not socially okay for me to hide it? Like like females can like why why. You know, and, um, you know, and then comes the, well, how do you put on makeup and everything? And, you know, and if you're like me going into adulthood, you still deal with breakouts, you know, it still happens. So yeah, those are, those are the uncomfortable changes, you know, that embrace it as, (laughs) as much as you can't embrace it, embrace it. You know, you're becoming an adult. Yeah. So to review some norms for young people is that their body is going to start going through this physical growth. So if I just focus on the body in which we have the body odor, hair growth, potential acne, this growth spurt of body sizes, moodiness, we didn't even touch on, but moodiness, um, if we go to more of those emotional, mental things, um, that more decision-making is going to be going on. And then we have friendships that might be changing. So there is a lot of change that would potentially happen. And if you want to know about any of those changes, please look back to some episodes of the Puberty Prof podcast, because there's a lot of podcasts that focus on specific changes. This one, again, is about what is normal in which, to summarize, the normal is, is that there's going to be changes. Yet, 
please don't think that everybody has to go through them at the same time in the same way, because there is no normal for that. In the same order, at the same pace, all of it, all of the above. Yeah. Do you have any last words of advice before we end today's episode? Well, I think, you know, just just a couple of things to touch on. And this is the health teacher in me. You know, it's some things that are that people think might be normal, but aren't normal. Um, you know, mood swings are normal. We touched on that. But feelings of hopelessness and helplessness for extended mm-hmm. periods of time, that's that's not normal. OK, so again. It's okay to be moody. It's normal to be moody, but that hopelessness, that helplessness for extended periods of time, that's not normal. That's where we need to find a trusted adult and that's where we need to get some help. Um, you know, it's it's normal to be self-conscious about your changing body. And I, I want to say it's not normal and it's abnormal, but unfortunately it's becoming the norm and I wish it wasn't. Don't compare yourself to others don't compare yourself on social media. You can't be doing that. We all change at our own time. And then I touched on it earlier as well. The desire for love and friendship and belonging, that's normal. We even go through it as adults still, but it's not normal and it's not okay to change yourself, the who you are, your values and your beliefs to be loved to have a specific friend or to feel like you belong. I think those are those are my health teacher things that I want to throw in there. Thank you, Jessica. And a reminder for our audience, I had said earlier in this episode that Jessica is going to return to talk about where young people can go for correct slash reliable information. So that's going to be our, our next episode. And so I thank you for being here today, Jessica, and I look forward to our next conversation on that. So thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you for having me. And to our audience, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at pubertyprof at gmail.com or go to my website, pubertyprof.com, in which there's a comment area. You can write some comments. And I thank you for listening in. And I hope that you have a happy and healthy day. Thank you for listening to the Puberty Prof Podcast where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow The Puberty Prof on Twitter or Instagram. The Puberty Prof, Lori Reichel, wants to hear from you. Go to pubertyprof.com or click on the link in this episode's description. There you can find more information, as well as ask questions to be answered by the Puberty Prof in a future episode. That's pubertyprof.com. Also, remember to check out the Talk Puberty app and the book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty. Until next time, this is the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics.